thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, high-quality foods lowered the risk of sleep apnea by up to 41%, regardless of the individual's BMI, according to a US study published in Nutrients. However, it didn't significantly impact on insomnia or sleep quality. The study looked at over 1,200 adults of both sexes who participated in the Bogalusa Heart Study, BHS, between 2013 and 2016, and it used the Lower Mississippi Delta Nutrition Intervention Research Initiative's Food Frequency Questionnaire to assess their diets. The Women's Health Initiative Insomnia Rating Scale was then used to assess the insomnia, and the Berlin Questionnaire was used for snoring and sleep apnea, and the Healthy Sleep Patterns Scores for overall sleep health. The conclusion of all of this was that high-quality foods have a significant impact on the reduction in the risk of sleep apnea. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is this is a great study because it shows that lifestyle interventions can work. You know, and not just looking at your weight or smoking, which are the basic conventional advice that people get in order to try and manage their sleep apnea. And when those two don't work or people aren't able to make those changes, they very quickly move along to medications, CPAP machines, or even surgery. But what this study is showing is that interventions targeted at our lifestyle might just be able to make a bigger difference than we thought. And I think what it also shows is that Weight might be just a symptom of the poor lifestyle rather than the cause itself. You know, we need to look at people's lifestyles. What are they eating? How are they moving? How much are they stressing, right? And and that those poor lifestyles is what's going to get people healthy and is what's going to help them manage these conditions. In this case, sleep apnea, rather than weight being the only variable they need to change. Because ultimately, there's lots of unhealthy ways you can lose weight, right? So Whilst losing weight might help with the sleep apnea, if it doesn't make you healthy, if it causes other problems, then we're not really shifting the needle in the right direction. What we need to do is address the underlying lifestyle factors. We need to focus on getting people healthy, not just getting rid of their sleep apnea or not just getting rid of whatever symptom it may be. And and that's where looking at the lifestyle, looking at the way they eat, the way they think, the way they move, I think really is the key. And obviously, given the link between sleep and health, You know, this is really impactful. If we can improve someone's diet and that then improves their risk of cardiovascular disease, that then improves their risk of really a whole raft of other chronic lifestyle-related diseases, then this can have a really big impact on the health of our population. So, you know, whilst it might seem like it's just sleep, and and for those of you who sleep well, you might not realize how important that is, but if you don't sleep well from time to time, or if you've got small children, you'll recognize how much sleep can impact on your health and well-being and just how important it is. And if you're really up to date with the research, you'll really realize how much that impacts the entirety of your health and how fundamental that can be to your overall health and well-being as well. So look, I think this is just another example of where lifestyle change can really improve your health regardless of what the symptoms you've got. And and a reminder that if we really look back to those fundamental basics of giving our body what it needs in terms of a healthy lifestyle, not giving your body what it doesn't need in terms of an unhealthy lifestyle, then it can really help us with a huge raft of symptoms. And even more important than that, it can help us get healthy, you know, so that we can not be in a state of sickness, but even more importantly, we can actually thrive, we can perform really well in our health and in our life. 
You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.